On today's Into Your Head podcast number 675, meeting a Muppet as an adult, the limitations of being interesting, building things from cigarettes, Margaret Thatcher versus zombies, and lots more. This is a prelude to today's episode of Into Your Head Podcast. Hello. Uh, the original beginning of uh, today's episode of Into Your Head Podcast. Hello. Uh, still exists. I just don't want it to be the beginning. I want it to be the middle or at least a few minutes in. I don't want to start with what I started with. Uh, I want to start with something else. Because I don't, you know, they have to be careful what you choose as the beginning. Because some new listener might come along here and hear what was going going to be the beginning and think Christ uh, this isn't for me so no no you have to put in something palatable as the beginning and I don't think a segment where I discuss Margaret Thatcher coming back as a zombie is palatable to new listeners who may not uh, oh, who may not have got to grips with my unique uh, take on the news and current affairs of this world uh, yet uh, so no you have to wean them in gently you say so we'll start what will we start what will we start oh here we you would start with a good old-fashioned two cats walk into a bar story. Uh, two cats walk into a bar. One of the cats goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pack of cigarettes, please? And the man behind the bar says, You cannot. You're a little cat with tiny little lungs. My conscience couldn't take giving you a pack of cigarettes and the cat says relax take a chill pill although uh, you probably you allow yourself to take chill pills i don't know i uh, will no take a chill pill or go and chill yourself in one of the cooler cabinets behind you there uh, i'm not going to smoke i'm just collecting some cigarettes because i want to have a little project i want to do with them i want to make one of those little uh cigarette uh, castles i want to build a castle out of cigarettes and the barman says well good for you so uh, but that seems a little expensive I think maybe you're thinking of matches have you confused matches with cigarettes because people make stuff out of matches they make stuff out of matches and playing cards uh, but they don't normally build uh, model castles and things out of cigarettes because cigarettes are about 300 quid a pack now and the cat says oh did you say quid how quaint Uh, quaint uh, quid is what they used to call pounds uh, back before the arrival of the euro currency and the man behind the bar says uh, yeah well I'm an old man and I'm used to saying quid so I say quid when I say quid I mean euro although I'm sure if you were to translate that into the uh, poundal equivalent it would still be a loss it's still uh, my statement would still be uh, accurate uh, well appropriate not accurate to the nearest uh, 0.01 decimal but there's more to life than being accurate to the nearest 0.01 decimal this isn't space exploration we're doing here uh, it's bar salesmanship and it's all about the atmosphere not getting things exactly right to the nearest cent and uh, Kat says I suppose that's true I suppose that's true uh, anyway how are we coming along with those cigarettes and the barman says oh sorry I meant to get 
get them out for you. I was too busy talking because I'm a socialite. Uh, that's why I'm a success in the bar business. I don't just come up and say, hello, what you want? And just give it to you and grunt and go off to the next customer. I make conversation. I make I'm a conversationist. Uh, just like all the greats. Uh, the greats. Uh, the great philosophers were all uh, conversationists. Even if half the time they were just conversating with themselves. You'd leave them alone in their prison cell and they'd have a great long conversation with themselves debating the meaning of life, uh, the evolution of the species or otherwise or whatever hell was uh, undermined at the time. Uh, anyway, uh, can I help you there, uh, young cat? And the cat says, a box of cigarettes please, you cunt. And <laughs> man says, uh, certainly young cat, uh, now I hope you're not going to smoke these, are you? Because uh, they would do fierce damage to your very small lungs. And uh, cat says, did you just say fierce? What are you, a fucking leprechaun or something? That's what, the, uh, that's what the Americans expect when they sign up for an Irish podcast. They want to hear the word fierce and bigora. And is that what you're going to say next, bigora? And the man behind the bar says, I most certainly am not. And don't let me ever hear you utter that that phrase again. I will not have that phrase in my uh, in my genuine Irish bar, unlike foreign Irish bars, which are not genuine. This is a genuine Irish bar where we just sit around uh, swearing and listening to, oh, listening to rave music. There's no diddly diddly music here, I can tell you. Do you see any diddly diddly music here? Uh, no, no, there's no diddly diddly music. And the cat says, what the fuck is diddly diddly music? And the man says, I, you don't know what diddly diddly music is. What the fuck is wrong with you? Diddly diddly music is where a uh, load of owl fellas get out their fiddles, uh, aka violins to foreigners, and they get out a bar run, and they get out a, oh, whatever else uh, to do, and they play, uh, they basically play a screeching, fast moving uh, ballad tune. <laughs> And it goes diddly 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 diddly. Uh, well, I'm just saying we don't have any of that in here. Although the bar next door probably has it, because they still have it in a lot of places here down the country. And the cat says, uh, "That's all very well, but how are we getting on with my uh, box of cigarettes there?" And the man says, "What box of cigarettes? You didn't. You don't have a box of cigarettes. Why well, you don't even have pockets?" The cat says, "I know, but I ordered a box of cigarettes off you twice already, and I realise you're a." socialite and you like to converse but there's a big queue of people forming behind me now or beside me I suppose people don't queue up in a straight line uh, perpendicular to a bar unless their unless their service is so slow that they're not even drunk yet in which case maybe they will because they're still stuck up tight weirdos uh, anyway, a box of cigarettes, please. And the man behind the bar says, Certainly, sir. Here's a box of cigarettes. Would you like to purchase them? And the cat says, Yes, I would. And the barman says, uh, Okay, uh, well, if you hand me over some money, uh, it can be either six euros and 75 cents or anywhere between six euros and 76 cents and 50 euros. Although I suppose if you gave me a hundred euro note, I'd have to accept that too, it being legal tender. But I'd rather you didn't if you get my gist. And the cat says, That's fine, here's a 20. And the man behind the bar says, oh, Thank you very much. Here's your cigarettes and I'll get you your change now. Uh, what will I change you into? Ho oh, oh, ho oh, ho, that's a little joke. Uh, not only am I a socialite, I'm a comedian. And the cat scrapes his eyes out. And a great night is had by all.
We've a lot to get on with today. Items that need to be attended to. Issues that need to be addressed. Topics. Oh, topics. We've got lots and lots of topics, although not as many to get through as usual, because uh, I just recorded for 10 minutes and made it into an extra uh, program for the Into Your Head Extras and Reruns feed. See, intoyourhead.com slash extras. Uh, but oh, no, I'm sure we'll still have stuff to cover here. There's always things to cover in the world. Uh, yes, Yesterday, former British Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher died, uh, but we're not going to cover that here because I've already covered that in my uh, cat comic, Matchstick Cats, which you can also see at hintyourhead.com. There's no point in covering the same thing in multiple ways. Uh, that's just overkill. You can kill someone or you can overkill them, and if you overkill them, then they're just going to be so dead that they come back to life. Uh, they become zombies. You don't want Margaret Thatcher coming back as a Zomb- or maybe you do, I don't know I do zombie, at least if you're a zombie you can't uh, you can't do stuff like, I don't know put the coal miners out of work and all the controversial stuff she did you'd be happy then, if she came back as a zombie with the same brain uh, but not using it to do politically evil stuff, or just killing people instead, would that please you all you people who are having a go with some old bitch who died and you're all having a go at her, there's people out celebrating in the streets in England today, it's on the news, I'm not making it up, there's people out celebrating uh, celebrating some old woman dying, uh, you pack of fucking weirdos, you're a pack of weirdos, although I don't mean to uh, be judgmental, but yeah you're a pack of weirdos, is it a pack or is it something else, what's the word for a group of weirdos, uh, it's not a species, so it probably doesn't have its own word, it's not like when you say a school of fish, or a pack of lions, uh, or a oh, or an ostrich of ostrich Ostriches, or uh, I don't know, I don't know. Uh, maybe we should all just stick our heads in the sand and not take any notice of this uh, embarrassing uh, saga in our world history until it's over. Because frankly, I find it cringeworthy. Uh, people going around, grown men going around, waving their hands in the streets and doing. Uh, there's a newspaper like put up a picture of a grave with Margaret Thatcher's name on it and uh, some stupid, some uh, critical headline. There's anything wrong with being critical. Uh, there's a there were places where you're not allowed to criticize people, and you get locked up in jail if you do. Uh, those places, I can tell you, they're absolutely fantastic. I have nothing bad to say about them, uh, but this is getting a bit too political. For, I have no interest in politics. Uh, politics is the is the pastime of uh, cranks and crackpots and. Uh, weirdos, uh, packs of weirdos, uh, what's the word for a pack of packs, I wonder, a number of packs, a group of packs, I suppose in the likes, I suppose a uh, congress of uh, packs, I don't know, I don't know, because when you have a group of trade unions, they call them a congress, they say here's a congress of trade unions, uh, so maybe there's something for a group of packs of weirdos. Uh, do, do, do packs of weirdos group uh, alliance with, ally with other packs of weirdos? They probably don't. If they did, they wouldn't be weirdos. They'd be the majority or something. I don't know. Anyway, monkey nuts.
That's what they call them. They call them big steaming, shit-eating, piss-piling, uh, ventriloquist-killing... Uh, why did they say that? I don't know. I think I've got ventriloquists at the mo on my mind at the moment because I'm looking over at my window and there's a glove puppet on it. A cat glove puppet that's recently come out of the washing machine. Worse for wear, but at least no longer smelling of cheap cider, which I think is a plus. Uh, the problem with these, these ventriloquists, uh, I don't know if it happens over there where you are, but over here where I am, or at least in the country next door where there's a lot more of them, uh, when the ventriloquist dies, uh, the, the ventriloquist's uh, character, doll toy, doesn't die, uh, the son of the dead person takes it over. You have that, oh, you have it with Suhi, uh, you have it with, uh, what's his name, the emu, uh, his, uh, your man's son is doing emu now, he's, the, he's putting his hand up the same place where his father's hand was for many decades, even before he was born. And uh, doing, oh, look, this is emu. Uh, kids, this is still emu. It's a younger and more vibrant emu, emu, because it's got a younger hand up its arse. Uh, now, that's a cheap shot. That's a cheap shot going on about ventriloquists having their hands up arses. That's as old as uh, they were probably saying that when Jim Henson first came out. I don't mean he came out in that way. I mean, when he first came out onto the scene, uh, onto the entertainment scene, people probably said, oh, look at that fella. He spends his whole life. Uh, sticking things up uh, animals' arses, not even real animals, which that's a good thing if it's not a real animal that he's doing it to that's a good thing, uh, which would you prefer him, putting his hand up a real animal's arse or putting his hand up a fake animal's arse, uh, at least he used to make up species, he didn't used to say, he didn't use he had the decency not to say, oh here's a bear, I'm going to put my hand up the bear, although now that you mention it, there was fuzzy bear, wasn't there, uh, but no he made up a new species called the Muppet and he put his hand up their arses uh, so nobody could say oh that fellas are promoting the, the anal fisting of uh, the Muppet species they couldn't say that because there's no real species called Muppets so at least we can give give him credit for that give a man credit where it's due uh, give, him a, give him a bit of credit uh, by the way if you want to give me credit just visit hintyourhead.com and click on the tip jar to make a one soft donation to the su support the podcastual arts uh, apart from that no anyway on with the show support the podcastual arts at no cost to you just click through the amazon link at intoyourhead.com whenever you go shopping for anything even if you use amazon uk or canada we'll take your weird foreign money here we're not proud just visit intoyourhead.com and click on the appropriate amazon banner if you would like to comment on any of the issues raised in this program, email studio at intoyourhead.com. Remember, we value the opinions of you, the humble and ignorant listener. Match the cats. Match the cats. Match the cats. Match the cats and stuff. Are you a cat? Or do you know somebody who might be? Then tell yourself about Matchstick Cats. Neil's webcomic. Brand new episodes at IntoYourHead.com. Two Muppets walk into a bar. 
one of the Muppets goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, uh, you probably know me from such uh, such magical childhood programs as the Muppet Show and Muppets Tonight from the 90s and Fraggle Rock in between. And the barman says, I do not. There was no Muppet who was on both uh, the Muppets Show and uh, Fraggle Rock. And the Muppet says, I know that, I know that, but I worked on both of them. Me, the puppeteer underneath the visage that you're looking at right now. And the man behind the bar says, well, why don't you show me the visage that's behind you right now? And the Muppet says, who are you talking to, me or the ventriloquists? Because uh, you're looking at me and Cole saying uh, your visage, but it sounds like you're talking to the ventriloquist. And the man behind the bar is t- says, take off that fucking thing and show yourself to the world. Jesus Christ, if you want to hide yourself from the world, don't come into a public barrier entertainment premises that's open to the public all day and night. Uh, well, until three o'clock in the morning, maybe, and legally only until one o'clock in the morning. And we're not open during the day. Well, that's hardly that's hardly the point. And uh, my Muppet says, uh, I'm not taking off this mask. Uh, although the ventriloquist who's behind this mask might take the mask off if you if you ask him politely. But there's no point talking to me because I'm just a fictional character. I can't take off the mask. I can't take off this visage because I am this visage is all I am if you take away my visage then I'm nothing I'm nothing uh, so it's not really a visage at all it's me uh, the me the me the me, the me of the uh, basically me by presence it's like on those episodes of Star Trek The Next Generation where uh, they go into the holodeck and one of the holograms thinks he's real and he says oh don't switch me off you're taking away my visage it's exactly like that uh, except with 1970s and 1950s puppets and the man behind the bar says that's enough for that crap and uh, Muppet says I agree I agree uh, point to Guinness please and the man behind the bar says there's children in here you don't want to be seen uh, pumping beer down your gullet in front of children surely and the uh, Muppet says if your man uh, your man off Sesame Street who does uh, what's his face Elmo can do what he does then I can have a freaking pint of a, of a Friday evening in a pub and the barman says for one thing it's Tuesday and furthermore and the Muppet interrupts him and says I didn't say I worked on Sesame Street I don't work on the educational stuff I don't know the days of the week as well as the likes of uh, the likes of uh, Kermit Death Frog or the Kermit D Frog rather who used to be on the Muppet show not to be confused with Kermit Death Frog I uh, used to be on the Muppet Show. I'm beginning to think they're the same people. Uh, but no, Kermit isn't. Uh, younger listeners to this won't realise that Kermit the Frog used to be on Sesame Street until around 1990. And he was called Kermit the Frog when he was on that. Uh, then they decided, no, we can't. we're going to sell all the rights to these Muppets to Disney and only keep the Sesame Street ones. And Kermit's not in the deal, so we can't have him anymore. Uh, but let's not get bugged down in that let's carry on where our mupper walks into a bar story uh, where was I uh, somebody was saying something I don't know anyway the barman says a pint of Guinness though is it and the muppet says I don't know till you show it to me I don't know what it is till you show it to me but hopefully it will be a pint of Guinness because that's what I ordered and the man behind the bar says fair enough fair enough you can't say fairer than that you can't say fairer than that and the muppet says yeah 
yes, I can. I just don't have any reason to. If it's in the script, I'll say it. If it's not, I won't. And the barman says, shut your stupid ugly face. And the Muppet says, am I really that ugly? I thought I was soft and cute and lovable. And the barman says, you can be both, you know. And the Muppet says, yeah, but am I? And the barman says, no comment. And the Muppet says, that's a comment. That's a comment. If ever I heard one, uh, no comment is a comment. And the barman says, uh, stop trying to trick me and entrap me. This is entrapment. I'm just trying to, oh, I'm just trying to serve you up a pint of Guinness here. Here it is. And the Muppet says, I can't be ready already that fast. I was supposed to fill her up about three quarters of the way up and then let her rest for a couple of minutes and then uh, top her off with her head. You can't have done that in this short space of time. And the man behind the bar says, uh, this is this is a pint for my tin. Have you a problem with that? And the Muppet says, uh, frankly, yes, I do. And the man behind the bar says, uh, well, he should have said that in advance. And the Muppet show says, I'm not psychic. I can't predict that you're going to make an arse of my order. And the barman says, uh, well, maybe you've no business being a Muppet then, because Muppets are supposed to be magical creatures. And uh, Muppet says, no, they're not. They're supposed to be uh, a group of uh, misfits uh, occupying an old run-down theatre trying to run a show and making a mess of it. Have you ever even seen the Muppet show? And the barman says, uh, yes, I have, but I was four, so my memory of it is of being a load of magical creatures. And the Muppet says, uh, well, it just goes to show, doesn't it? You shouldn't revisit your childhood uh, favourites when you're an adult. And the man behind the bar says, I begin to realise that now. And a great night has had by all. I present to you a piece of vintage writing from the old days here at IntoYourHead.com when it wasn't Into Your Head, there was something else. Uh, this is an editorial I wrote some time ago called Some Asshole is Trying to Invent a New Kind of Tsunami Right Now. It's always been a good idea to live by a motto, and what better phrase to live by but quid ilius manholia actuality, which of course means an electric eel can easily be adapted for foreign travel with the help of a lightweight converter plug. But of course, life is never as simple as that, is it? For a start, you cannot put electric sea creatures into water. You get electrocuted and at best cause the warranty to become void. There was a time back in the early 80s when the only thing we had to worry about was finding some way to harvest the sweat water running off our backs so that we wouldn't be accused of wastage when it flowed into the ground while we were working. In the end, somebody developed drain pipe trousers and that was another of life's problems over with, done and dusted, all sorted out by technology. On the other hand, nobody has a yes yet has managed to find a cure for the summertime blues. Over 30 years after the sadly deceased Eddie Cochran raised the issue and brought it to the attention of the pop record buying public, perhaps he should have chosen his audience more wisely. Scientists and inventors may rarely have time to listen to pop music from the 1950s, with the obvious expression exception of Trevor Bailiff, invention of the inventor of the clockwork radio. I believe at the moment he's working on the clock that's powered by radio waves. This is very worrying. We've had enough problems recently with sea waves that tra tragically ended the lives of hundreds of thousands of people. The last thing we need is this arsehole harvesting audio waves and making them bigger. 
we here at Into Your Head urge you to boycott the radio wave powered clock the minute it comes out. Remember the solar eclipse of the 1980s when the whole moon was blocked by the sun for 10 minutes. Mercifully, the moon managed to move out of its shadow, but next time we might not be so lucky. It's obviously no coincidence that this happened just as power solar powered calculators are becoming fashionable. Let's put a stop to this crap right now before it gets out of hand. And that's the end of this editorial, which I must now disassociate myself from because I wrote this many years ago. This is by the me of the past and I can't condone it anymore. Uh, I'll just type in that I've used it on the podcast in uh, April. 2013 as I note to myself in here in this document Uh, but no I can't condone anything that's in that editorial now although uh, I stand by the right of the me of the past to say all that stuff that's in it he's entitled to his opinion I just don't agree with it Uh, maybe that means I've changed it's it's perfectly possible that was uh, what six seven years ago I've I've certainly changed I didn't even have a podcast then so I've changed in that way didn't have any cats either I didn't have anything. I was living up in Dublin in a bed situ- bed sitting room apartment in the middle of Dublin. Uh, no, no, didn't I didn't have anything. So it's it's not surprising that I should spout utter crap like that. Uh, so I put it in here merely as uh, a, a historical record uh, and or filler. Follow Neil at twitter.com slash into your head pod and pretend to like him at facebook.com slash into your head podcast into your head into your head better than spending the day sleeping yeah no that's not very good let's try that again into your head into your head better to feed someone than to be fed does that make any sense? I don't know. Is it is more to come though? Two me's of the past walk into a bar. One of the me's of the past goes straight up to the bar counter and says, Hello, can I have a pint of your finest Smithic shandy, please? And the man behind the bar says, Smithic shandy, are you sure? And the me of the past says, Oh yes, I'm absolutely sure. This is the most delish- delicious beverage known to mankind. And the man says, uh, Well, I'll ask you that again in a few years and see if you agree then. And the me of the past says, Oh, absolutely, half feel free to ask me again then I'll still be drinking Smithic Shandy uh, Smithic Shandy I was born and raised on and Smithic Shandy I'll be still drinking when I'm 37 after they've invented podcasting and I'm uh, recounting this story on the podcast and the man behind the bar just oh, just gives a knowing little chuckle and the me of the past says do you know something that I don't know and the man behind the bar says uh, almost definitely and the me of the past says uh, well well, keep that to yourself, especially if you're a time traveller or something, because we've all seen Back to the Future, and you know, you shouldn't be interfering with the timeline in any way, because uh, you could destroy all of us. If you say something now that you shouldn't say, uh, that could cause a big, huge recession or something. The Celtic Tiger will come to a sudden end in a couple of years, and we'll be all buying houses down the middle of nowhere, and uh, oh, we'll be uh, drinking, oh, we'll be drinking Tesco Energy 
drinks out of plastic, one litre bottles. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Uh, but we'll be all be, I don't know what we'll be doing. And the barman says, uh, you don't worry your little head about what we'll be doing. It'll all work out fine. And the me of the bar says, oh, that's fine. Thank you very much. Uh, incidentally, what am I doing here? It's most unlike me to walk into a bar on my own and strike up a conversation with the barman and drink on my own. I don't do that. Uh, and the man behind the bar says, you certainly do not. Uh, this is very unrealistic, if you don't mind me saying to the me, to the you of the future. And the me of the past says, you say whatever you want to the me of the future. Just don't tell me about it, because I don't want to know. I want to, I'm going to get some earplugs from earplugs. Uh, for the world's greatest earplugs. At intoyourhead.com slash earplugs. I don't know why that URL came into my mind, but intoyourhead.com slash earplugs. I'll just get the me of the future to check whether that's still working. Uh, hold on, into your head.com slash earplugs. Uh, let's have a look now. Uh, please click here if not automatically forward. Oh, here we go. I found a way to profit from wax. Into your head.com slash earplugs. Uh, go, de uh, go there. Uh, you'll be pleasantly surprised with what you find. Uh, anyway, uh, where was I? I've kind of destroyed that story now, I suppose. Haven't I? I've destroyed it in the interest of commerciality. Uh, it's just uh, that's the same with everything. Commerciality destroys everything. Uh, video killed the radio star uh, video kill the radio star in your mind and in your car uh, we can't rewind we've gone too far oh 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 video kill the radio star video kill the radio star video kill the radio star though not literally not literally I didn't get out a gun and shoot him when the... There was a fella, there was a radio star, wasn't there, in the 1980s. A talk radio late night fella in America who got shot dead by one of his listeners. Uh, they made that movie out of it. Uh, talk radio or something. Uh, but that was a more literal interpretation of killing the radio star. I don't think he was killed by a video though. Although, ironically, there is now a video available of that movie about him. Uh, that's the thing about it. But he didn't. Ironically, uh, his death spawned the birth of a video. A video didn't kill him at all. Uh, he created a video by being killed by a person rather than a video. Uh, but try telling that to your man, uh, Bubbles or whatever his name was. Video killed the radio star, that fella. Try telling that to him, but I can tell you he'll say, oh, you're probably right. You're probably right. That was just a fun little song. Not to be taken too seriously. It was just a bit of a for entertainment on the radio. I think you'd have to, you'd have to agree that it has such, uh, it serves its purpose uh, well and good. Serves its purpose well and good. Anyway, good morning. Sit, Pippi. Sit. Good cat. <laughs>